they don't want to see us win. They know they like men man united, they get good things. Every time we just try to go on the good run like this, our village people's their antenna just gets really sharp. Only a few days to uh, this game weekend, we got wind of a very unpleasant news uh, that our hot boy Rasmus Hoyle picked up a, a knock in training. And then uh, shortly after that, I stumbled on an article uh, with the heading. I quote, uh, it said, Will Hoyland's absence disrupt Man United's flow? And in that instant, my first answer was, Of course it will. It's been the main source of goals for us in the last couple of weeks. And just like I knew, be like saying no say he was coming. I complained bitterly on the previous episode about the fact that the other elders in the team who are usually also responsible for goals and assists have chosen the wrongest time possible to grow cold. I even used Arsenal as a reference point, you know, when I spoke extensively about how their attackers have been instrumental to the successes that they've enjoyed so far this season. They have so many players that can rise up to the occasion in the event of the other person not turning up. The same cannot be said for our dear club. Bruno Fernandes, Marcos Rashford, to mention but a few. All of the other veterans in other positions as well, they are all not living up to expectation and it's really crazy. Hi guys, my name is T.Y. Uh, let me welcome you on the show. Uh, this is Clap Bant and Rant and thank you for all uh, hanging with me. Guys, times are hard, resources are scarce. If you take out time and spend your resource to listen to a football podcast, the least it should offer is entertainment, enlightenment, fun, facts, to say the least. Uh, this is what I can assure you that in the next couple of minutes that we hang together, uh, I would be offering you. Once again, this is Clap Bant and Rant, and this podcast is inspired by free smoke. So let's delve straight up into other conversation. Today, uh, Manchester United played host to Fulham at the Theatre of Dreams and we lost 2-1. Now, why and how did we lose? Guys, in the last couple of games, you and I know say we've been barely getting by. This model of transition counter-attack, we know that it was not sustainable. But today was, was just one of those times when we are slapped into reality, you know, I'm sure a lot of us, myself inclusive, was gradually getting carried away. But seriously, uh, guys, it was a really painful loss, uh, especially when you consider that we're literally playing rubbish. And then we somehow got lucky and found ourselves 1-1 up. How do you go 1-1 up against Fulham in Old Trafford and still manage to fall behind? Guys... I don't even want to go into the stats yet because if you listen to the stats, wallah, eh, if you just turn on your radio or turn off your phone or your tablet or wherever you're listening to me from and just go to bed because it is really sad. A lot of people make jokes about Onana and I get the fact that his name is sweet for mouth so it's, you know, nice for banter. But uh, it's one, like I always say, it's one thing to banter for the sake of it and it's one thing to banter out of ignorance. Before you think Onana is not doing well, maybe you might want to first consider that he has faced 300 and, oh, I beg your pardon, he has considered 435 shots in the Premier League this season. That's not even the most painful part. Only one other team, you hear me correctly, Abby, only one other team out of the 20 teams in the Premier League this season 
have considered more shots on target than Manchester United. And I'm sure if I allow you three guesses, you guess what team that is. But I don't want to stress you. So I'll just tell you outrightly. The only team that Manchester United has managed to concede lesser shots on goal than is Sheffield United. I'll spare you a moment now and take off your phone, Google Premier League standings. Check where Sheffield United did for table so that you can see the people who had the rough shoulders with. I don't know what I do to deserve the embarrassment when my United they constantly churn out. See guys, me I will tell you the same way I've always said. I would rather, I would rather we don't even win games but we play well. Yes, I know you'll be like, what is this guy saying? Which one is more important? Taking point. But under the circumstances now, I would prefer that we come out on that field, play our heart out and then somehow just don't get the result we need. Not be this one where we just come, they do every time we come and do pa 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 pa. We do ta 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 ta. Transition. We carry counter. We score two goals in five minutes. McTominay comes and does his own. Every now and then, individual brilliance go they rescue us. It is not sustainable. There must be a clear playing style, and I will not stop talking about it. Eric Ten Hag. Look, in the last couple of years, we've had a number of managers. Myself, I don't tire. I'm sure you are tired too. We do not have any agenda against these guys. It's just sad that we are now in the era of the internet where once you have a contrary opinion to someone else, they go tag them as agenda. And sometimes I ask, which agenda? What do I stand to gain from Eric's uh, sack or termination? Or even if he stays? The only thing that concerns me as a fan is that my club give me bragging rights. Manchester United is a great institution with so much culture and history. It gets some things where we supposed to be above. Hear me out. People go through stuff. Clubs go through stuff. But for how long? How long exactly are we supposed to go through this stuff before we eventually snap out of it? Big clubs find themselves in circumstances and find their way out as soon as possible. But all hope is not lost. The good thing is... Uh, we have new ownership and the reason why i'm bringing this up again is because a lot has been happening you know guys between the last time that i came and gave you guys the whole gist about um you know all of the um moves that have been going on uh with reference to um bringing in some top uh, executives from other clubs to um, come and be a part of the back room uh, between that time and now a lot more has happened uh, the acquisition of Manchester United by Sir Jim Radcliffe was officially confirmed this week. Uh, by officially, I mean every other paperwork, uh, all other regulatory bodies, everything that was left was finally done. In fact, even the club's uh, official uh, social media handles, you know, put up publications announcing the acquisition. So it is now fully confirmed. Um, as a follow-through, Goal. Saka just got a goal there. Great, great goal. Oh, great, amazing goal. Saka just got a goal and it's 3-0 to Arsenal. Damn, I'm watching the game and it is really, 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 really sad. I mean, for a hater like me, these guys are ballers. You don't want to imagine the kind of goal that Saka just squeezed in now. Anyway, we'll come back and talk about that uh, on the segment that talks about Arsenal. But back to uh, the gist, guys. So a lot has been going on uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, after the acquisition, uh, Sergeant Rackley went on the media tour 
uh, which is the, part the um, normal thing to do. And um, I was listening closely to, you know, uh, his speeches because I really wanted to understand his direction for the club. And this, he said a lot of things, you know, but I just want to I just, I just want to touch on a few highlights. I just want to touch on a few things uh, that personally struck for me. Uh, first of all, I want to apologize because, uh, like I said already in the previous episode, uh, when the news of Sarge Mbrakliff acquisition was finally gaining grounds, the bulk of us, myself inclusive, felt like, damn, it wasn't a progressive one. And even though it's too early to call... So far, the guy, they gave me good vibes. I like things he said in the interview, um, in his speeches. But there's one thing I want to point out. Very many times when the, um, the guys who were hosting the interviews tried to put word in his mouth and ask him questions like, uh, how do you feel about the coach's playing style? And he said, and I quote, we are going to decide, I, the sporting director, and all of the guys responsible for the footballing part of the club we're going to sit down and decide on the playing style that we want to establish the moment i see that speech it gave my mind just stay cool because when we decry this playing style playing playing starting it could be like say this one just want to repeat himself just want to talk the same thing over and over but it is such an important part of the game eh? see when i mean an important part of the game guys I have been watching football for as long as I, I can remember. I'm sure I will not be mistaken to say I have been watching football actively for at least 21 years now. In that time, I have seen it all. I don't dee when small clubs pull heist, win leagues. I was there when Leicester City did it. I was there when several underdogs came and did it. I have seen it. I've spent pretty much seen it all so i am the last person that you can play that card of this guy no get available players it disgusts me when fans try to bring up that defense see the reason why eric ten Hag never managed to establish playing style are because he never get the players where he wants what are you telling me? What are you telling me? Are you as in you talk to are you are you talking to a baby or you talk to grown men where they follow this game closely? Let us not even go far. The very arsenal I'm looking at at my screen right now. This is not the original setup that they wanted to go through their season with. They signed Julian Timba. That guy got an injury few matches into their season and he has been out since then. Zinchenko was also supposed to be an integral part of this season. He's been missing in action from injuries. Odegaard himself has missed a couple of games this season to injuries. In fact, Martinelli, if I remember correctly, went through months of... This is just to mention but a few. What am I trying to say? My guy, everybody is struggling with injuries one way or the other. And Arsenal have just scored the fourth again. Arsenal has just scored the fourth. Kiwio. Or Kivio, whatever it's called. Kivio got on the end of a declaration's corner. And Arsenal are fucking funny up. These guys are taking the piece. Damn, man. Breaks my heart to see these guys play such amazing football. Breaks my heart. Such a hater, bro. You know, but back to the conversation, guys. I mean, I'm all just riled up even more looking at this thing. See how these guys are balling now. Why can't he not just be my club? 
your second full season into this institution and you cannot guy establish a playing style let let, let let it even be like make it even busy we get playing style still on this topic of playing style when i was trying to talk about it last time uh i made reference to leverkusen and by the way uh, leverkusen have finally broken the record that I spoke about. Uh, if you remember correctly, I did say that they were on course to uh, break Bayern Munich's record for uh, the most games in a row without a loss in all of German football history. Yes, uh, their win yesterday against uh, Dam has secured uh, them that, uh, I beg your pardon, their win uh, yesterday have secured them that um, record for uh, the most wins or for the most games rather without a loss in a German football league history. Uh, big congratulations. That is such an amazing feat. Big congratulations to Zabi Alonso's uh, Leverkusen. Now guys, the reason why I brought this back is because I wanted to use their team as a reference. Sometimes when you see or when you hear you know what these guys are doing your first mind will just be say ah, they probably have all the best players in uh, the german league right now this season they must have really bought a lot of players and that is the shocking part my guy these guys just like you and i have also struggled with a grave number of injuries this season victor boniface who set out to be their, their top man for this season and a number of other first team players too have gone on injuries some really long injuries that they are still absent from and this guy has taken Nathan Teller and the Patrick Schick who is 31 years old and he's doing stuff he's doing amazing stuff so don't come and tell me about that player my guy these guys are professionals with the right motivation and the right training along with a few other things working behind the scenes you will see results before Newcastle came and established and started buying players Dean Eddie Howe win games, lots of games, with the crop of his homegrown players and the bulk of the players that he had already come and met in the team. I don't want, I don't want to dwell on this because if we can just keep going on and I'll, keep, I'll, I'll, I'll just keep listing a whole number of names, a whole number of names of teams that have done it with the crop of players that they have. To be honest, uh, ex- examine the efficiency and the style graphs for United, eh? It's very challenging to spot any signs of improvement. In the past 10 games, our opponents have been pressing us with higher accuracy, both in build-ups, even entering danger zones. I mean, they enter, the amount of touches that players have in our box is scary. And this just goes to show that we're not set up properly. If you are set up properly, it will not work. That is, of course, why we have considered so many shots. 435 shots guys 435 shots second worst only to Sheffield united who am i who am i supposed to who am i supposed to blame because the little i know is that football teams are set up in tactics the coach is the person who is responsible for implementing these tactics so if they cannot implement the playing style in my team who am i supposed to call out it's just sad that everything is stems as an agenda these days. It can't be like Seno be the same club where we love. I mean, uh, we all want success, which is why I'm going to be reading um, a few reactions from uh, concerned fans. Uh, I, you know, ran into um, a couple of them and I wanted to, you know, read them for uh, your listening pleasure. Uh, Manchester United conceded, uh, Manchester United shots conceded in the last five Premier League games. 
Uh, guys, listen closely here. Yeah? Uh, we considered 17 shots versus Fulham today. Uh, we considered 22 shots versus Luton, 23 shots versus Aston Villa, 22 against West Ham, and 16 against Wolves. That's 100 shots considered in the last five games before you call on Nana name because it'd be sweet for your mouth like banana. Maybe you might want to hear that start again. Uh, okay, uh, another tweet is... Um, no, this one is from um, Ellis, uh, United Ellis. It says, no mentally sane Manchester United fan uh, is surprised by this result. Uh, we've played terribly in every single game that we've played this season, even against Newport and Wigan in the FA Cup. All of the wins in 2024 have just papered over the cracks, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, because of time constraints, I would be, you know, just sticking to those few but um, we hope that subsequently we can read a lot more tweets. Uh, so guys, uh, ensure that you put out tweets with the hashtag ClapBandsRant. And I promise to uh, try to read as many as I can on the next episode of the show. Uh, moving on, on to other very thrilling results for uh, this weekend. Uh, a few teams didn't play. Chelsea and Liverpool didn't play because, of course, they have a cup final coming up shortly. But for the bulk of the teams that play, we had an amazing Saturday as always. Aston Villa, who have constantly proven to show firepower at home this season, went on to blow another 4-2 win against Nottingham Forest. Goals from uh, Leon Bailey, Douglas Lewis, and of course the man himself, uh, Watkins, uh, went on to win by 4 goals to 2. And they continue to uh, bounce back from a series of defeats earlier on the last couple of weeks. Uh, Brighton have continued to struggle against Sean Dyche's uh, Everton. Uh, they drew 1-1 at home with a last-minute equaliser there. Uh, and that's that for that game. Uh, Crystal Palace went on to win Burnley by three goals to Newman United. Lost to Fulham um, at home. And uh, Manchester City played really underwhelming football. I must say, uh, but they managed to get uh, a 1-0 win by uh, Foden and uh, Arsenal currently are leading Newcastle by four goals to nil. Guys, it was quite a weekend, quite a Saturday. Um, a lot of times when we don't get the result that we desire, we console ourselves with several other results. Of course, you know that for the agenda to switch, we all have affiliations. Each and every one of us have other clubs Besides our club that we know we show support to just because he banters the other person. Uh, uh, this weekend was a complete defeat for I and my team. I mean, all of our affiliates all saw Pepe in the hands of their colonizers. Uh, Greenwood's Getafe collect four for Bakahan. I could not use that one to console myself. Uh, Arsenal have are winning Newcastle by four goals to one. Sadly, also, I cannot console myself uh, with that result. Uh, and uh, what a weekend it has been. You have no idea really what I have gone through. Seeing all of my ups have and take one over me is unbearable more than you can imagine. And this is why I'm asking that you help console me by following all of my socials. On Instagram, it's Clapband Rant. And on TikTok, it's CBR with TY. And with this, I beg, I appeal to quietly bow out tonight. Thank you.